0: A timeout. Decide not to use a Curry way down downtown. Bang! Bang! Oh, what a shot from Curry! Rebound. Back, back out to Allen. History trial. He's back to Igudala. Up to the layup. Oh, blocked by James.
1: Here's Middleton. Giannis trailing the line.
0: Welcome back to the Playbook, a podcast all about the NBA and part of the All Indie Sports Network. I'd like to start off with a thanks to our title sponsor, Jack Brown Videography, the best wedding videographer in Louisville, Indianapolis, and beyond. As usual, I'm your host, Sal, joined by my co-host, Mark. Mark, how's it going?
1: It's going good. How are you, Sal? Uh,
0: pretty good. Uh, we're coming back this week with episode 25 of The Playbook. Uh, I guess this is our first episode um, in, I guess, three episodes since we've done like a normal one that's not an interview, if you, if you catch my drift. But uh, that means we have a lot of news to cover, Um, and most importantly, uh, one of the biggest trades of this summer, if not the biggest, uh, trade went down while we were not posting an episode. Uh, Donovan Mitchell to the Cavs. I guess that's probably something we should start with, I'd assume. Um, And the Knicks ended up uh, falling short of this trade. I heard. I don't know if this was. I think it was real, but I'm not too sure. The Knicks' uh, GM was like they wanted like so much. They wanted my wife, my kids, everything. So I think that was. <laughs> I'm not sure. Exaggerated, uh, but it probably exaggerated. But um, the Knicks ended up uh offering R. J. Obi, um, Mitchell Robinson, in three firsts, and that did not go through. But the Cavs ended up trading for him, uh, sending over, uh, I believe it was Colin Sexton, who signed an extension worth four years, $72 million, Uh, Laurie Markkinen, um, who was the other, Uh, Ochai, um, their rookie, and how many picks was it? Three unprotected?
1: Three unprotected.
0: Was there any swaps?
1: Not, as far as I know.
0: Okay, so that seems like that's about it. So the Jazz get a, a young piece like Sexton, who's probably he's obviously going to be the number one guy in Utah right now. Um, they still have the three vets of uh, Clarkson, Bogdanovich, and Conley, who they all, who the Jazz organization believes is worth each a first round pick unprotected. Um, and you know, I don't know about Clarkson per se, but I'd say that Conley and Bogdanovich might be. I th- I'd say I'd value Bogdanovich as the highest one there personally. Um, just because his contract's more friendly than Conley's, and Conley's older. Um, but, uh, Mark, thoughts on this trade? Winners, losers? Um, yeah, let's hear it. Uh,
1: um, if the Knicks actually offered the RJ Mitchell Robinson OB and three unprotected first package, um, I don't know why they declined that and then took the Cavs one. To be totally honest,
0: I agree with you there.
1: Um not an rj fan never have been never will be um but yeah like lowry ochai and colin sexton i mean what value is that really and the three first the knicks first are let's be real more likely to be good so i I don't really i don't really know what uh what utah were thinking there but good for cleveland
0: if actually uh, if
1: donovan mitchell becomes a defensive like
0: yeah you got two six one guards in the backcourt that aren't very defensively minded no
1: and they don't Um, even have to be like good defensively like donovan mitchell like in college donovan mitchell was a two-way guy and then the second he got to the nba he like practically gave up on defense so if he goes back to even like a like an just a zero defender like not a negative not doesn't have to be a positive either just like a, just cancels out t- level defender we're good mm-hmm. but if he doesn't then i don't know how the Cavs are really gonna play any sort of defense especially because you just traded ochai as well so now like most of your wing defense is coming from Ak- Akoro. isaac okoro and evan mobley yeah which is um, fine evan mobley's great yeah and okoro's yeah. i like Akoro but
0: we just got to see how Donovan Mitchell shares the ball on this team because obviously um, maybe he's a number one guy on offense on Cleveland, but not even close to how much of a number one he was on Utah. And uh, I know that Rudy Gobert was frustrated with uh, Donovan not giving him the ball ever. And Donovan Mitchell, as a guard, uh, doesn't really average uh, too many assists, doesn't really look to pass as often. He's kind of a big shot taker. And on Cleveland, now you have all these more, more offensive weapons. Uh, you're hoping Evan Mobley can develop uh, offensively, which he definitely should. Um, Garland, uh, I think, of probably is probably near the same tier as Donovan Mitchell, if not already on the same tier. Um, and uh, it's like Donovan Mitchell isn't really that guy on the team anymore. Um, but the Cavs basically have four all-stars now on their team. Uh, and some great depth. I mean, Evan Mobley, basically an all star, uh, well, will be very shortly. Uh, probably going to overtake Jared Allen this year um, if they get a front court all star. Um, and, I mean, they're pretty young. Don Mitchell, I think, is 25, was he? Um, which makes that Cavs. Uh, core of their four guys, uh, young and should at least have three years together, uh, depending on if Donovan stays or leaves uh, with his contract. I believe he has three years left. So, uh, yeah, they could definitely make some noise um, as as the three position uh, at the small forward. Um, personally, I'd put a Coro there. I don't know if they're going to put Lavert there. Um, I've seen so many Cavs fans. Like Being so happy about Levert going in next season, I don't, I don't see it personally at all. Um, but uh, I, I like what the Cavs got. I think it was a good trade for them to make. They didn't have to give up too much. Um, three firsts. Like Colin Sexton was pretty expendable at this point as they just basically did the whole season last year without him and were very successful. And adding Donovan Mitchell is just... Uh, who doesn't really have too much injury history. Uh, it's good for the team. Uh, on the Utah side of things... Uh, they got a ton of picks now. Um, I don't know exactly how many first-round picks they have. I think how, how many did they get there They got Rudy?
1: four from Rudy, and, but like, I guess like, and they got Kessler. three from Cleveland, but they also got Walker Kessler and Ochai, which are effectively another two.
0: So it's like nine first-round picks or something like that in total. right? Yeah. And then they made have got swaps from uh, the Rudy one too, right? No, that
1: was including the swaps. I oh,
0: think. okay. No, I thought they had four unprotected ones from um, swaps. Might, I believe so.
1: You might be right. I think you're right, actually. Um, so but yeah, they got a
0: they got a big haul over there in Utah. 100. Um, gonna be a long, long rebuild for them though. Um, and I assume they're gonna even try and bottom out even more, selling off their veterans. Uh, they do they do intend to keep um all the guys they got from the Cavs though, including Lori Markkinen. Um. <clears throat> which, I mean, like, we've seen uh, little shining spots from here and there from him on the Bulls. Um, and, I mean, like, yeah, he's got a good situation for him now. Even the Cleveland was a good situation too, but uh, here he's really getting the keys. Um, also, this is a little bit older, but we haven't talked about it yet on the podcast, uh, to do with Utah as well. They also traded uh, Patrick Beverley, uh, who they got from the Gobert trade, and... Um, and they traded him for Taylor Horton Tucker, and uh, was it was there a pick involved with that? I can't was remember. Was there another player? Was there? Oh, Stanley Johnson. It was Stanley, Stanley Johnson, Johnson and Taylor Horton Tucker. There's no pick, but um, I guess like makes sense for Utah at least. Uh, the Lakers. Uh, I mean. Everyone was high up on their horses, like Taylor Horton Tucker is that guy to get us a star or somewhat quality star player. And uh, you got Pat Bev. Um, okay. hey, Pat what, Bev's what? a great player, but I mean, what? this isn't, I don't, I don't think this is the value that most Lakers fans are expecting from Taylor Horton Tucker. Uh, that's what I was expecting personally, but uh, as a Lakers fan. I don't know. Uh, so, when Taylor Norton th- Tucker is really going to be in his situation now that he has to show what he's got. Yeah, but when it comes so. to
1: something like Taylor, like all the people that were super high on Taylor, Taylor went end of the first or like second round, right? in the End drafts. of the second round, round, yeah. End of the second. So, the same thing happened with Nico Mannion. I remember when Nico Mannion got drafted by the Warriors. I think it was like 44th overall or something like that. Um, I remember when he first got drafted, the people I spoke with like, Oh my God! Like, how did Nico Mannion f- fall so far? Like, yeah, the Warriors got another gem, and I remember, I remember saying like very clearly, if he was really that good, he wouldn't have slipped that far. Mm-hmm. Like, he would not have slipped that far. Like, people get caught in the hype and all that, and the same thing applies to Taylor Horn Tucker. Like, he was a late pick for a reason. He has tools, sure. That's why he got drafted, but having a lot of players have tools a lot of players have even better tools than Taylor horn tucker um there's a reason he slipped as far as he did in the draft and there's a reason the lakers played him the um, as little as they did when he was healthy even um it has nothing to do with them being too good it was just that he wasn't good enough or isn't good enough um but yeah and back to like with with a Cle- like with cleveland and utah again um I, I don't know like if cleveland start with karis at the three it's game over
0: Uh yeah i don't like that at all they, like, they barely they, any they, defense one through three there's can't, there's can't there is that.
1: none yeah um and when it comes to donovan mitchell okay again i've said this many times before on this show on this podcast specifically when he was coming into the nba i was insanely high on him like way higher than most people um I, like, bet on him like crazy, thought he was a superstar, and ever since he's come into the league, it's just gone lower and lower on him. And now I'm at the point where I can, like, very comfortably say that next season, it wouldn't surprise me if Donovan Mitchell is the third best player on that team.
0: Okay, you think Mobley's going to come over that, eh? Darius Garland's the best the Garland's player on that team. Still there's there's still no question guy. about it in my yeah. eyes.
1: There's yeah. like it's not it's not particularly. He's gonna, close keep, either. he's gonna keep getting better too. He's incredible. He's like one of the best passers in the league. He's mm-hmm. become like this really dynamic scorer shooter. he does yeah. everything offensively that you want from mm-hmm. point guard. Um mm-hmm. But yeah, Evan Mobley. Evan Mobley is yeah. just uh, Evan, just a different yeah. animal. Um yeah, it yeah, wouldn't surprise me like right now, okay, like the last we've seen of Evan Mobley, he's not better than Don Mitchell, but it wouldn't surprise me if he takes the leap. Um Well, he's going to. (laughs) Oh, 100%.
0: I don't know if it's big enough to pass him, but it'll be big. And it'll be comparable with if he's the second or third best player. Yeah. Um,
1: Um, But, like, this trade makes the Cavs better. But how much better? Because, look, if Mobley doesn't become some, like, perennial superstar... And Jared Allen doesn't become like a defensive just juggernaut even more so than he is now. This Cavs team I still can't see them going very far.
0: Well, I think the Mobley's definitely gonna become that like one of those guys in the league, one of the best front court players in the league. Jared Allen, I can't really see him getting uh, I could see him being consistently where he's at now.
1: See, I said before uh, last I, season that I didn't think he could improve much more. And then he took a huge uh, jump.
0: Yeah, but now he's Obviously, gonna be sharing a lot of the front court responsibilities with Mobley, and he's not really Mobley's not a rookie anymore. It's like he's gonna t- start taking the reins. Um, like I, I, like I like what the Cavs got. Uh, I think they still have great depth. Um, Ricky Rubio, Caris, um, probably missing a couple people. Acaro, I guess. No, Cora's starting, though. Yeah, but it'd still be like a role. Uh, yeah, off, off the bench. I'm, I'm trying to think, like, um, who do they have? I, I, I know they had really good depth last year, but I don't yeah, think they lost Yeah, but they, they just traded away three guys. players. Uh, Three? Three? Well, I guess oh, one, right, hadn't Laurie, yeah, one hadn't played for them yet. Yeah, one
1: hadn't played Okay. I yeah, think Ochai one, is an underrated. I, th- I think Ochai is, like, the fact that he was the young player that they included in that in that trade uh, is really good for them because I am very low oh, on Oh, I Ochai. have Kevin
0: Love. How am I?
1: Oh, he's old, though.
0: Yeah, but he's still good, and Chetty Osmonds can give you some good minutes. <laughs> yeah,
1: but what's us face Ochai being the young guy that they got rid of I think is actually really good for the Cavs because I really do not think he's that good. I think he's like an overrated shooter. I think his shooting ability was, was a something... very
0: he was a late like late it's, lottery it's,
1: pick. I, I I couldn't care less about like his age or anything like that. Like I know he's like a f- senior and everything, and I know some people care a lot about that. I I don't particularly, but um, yeah, no, like I don't think he's as good of a shooter as he's painted out to be. He can't hit a free throw, and his shooting the second his shooting really only took off last season in college. And then the second half of last season, it fell right back off the cliff. So I don't. I and defensively, he's fine. But I don't know. I'm. am just. I just can't. Like, I'm. I'm not too bothered uh, by him being included. I think that's good for the yeah, Cavs. Yeah, of course. Yeah, it's fine. But yeah, Utah. I think they're in a really good spot.
0: Yeah, they're in a good spot. Uh, definitely better than what they were in before. I mean, obviously, they've always been a great regular season team. And they continually haven't been able to find success in the postseason. And uh, that's just not going to change with the same roster they have. Uh, there's no way to add a player to that Rudy Donovan team or add one thing, one more piece. They're a bunch of pieces away. Especially, uh, I don't know how much Conley has left on his deal, but they're not going to be, they don't have much wiggle room with that prior roster. And it's kind of the only option they had. And looking oh, into next get, year's draft class. The next few draft classes, or at least the next two, I believe, are really good. Especially the upcoming one. Uh, very good. And Just at the top, it's, especially. It's, it's, it's the perfect time. I I know they have like a lot of guys. Um, isn't um, is there like D- Derek Whitehead? He's oh, really no, there's,
1: there's other guys, but there's um, that one guy at the top. Both
0: of the Thompson brothers are good, too. The twins.
1: <laughs> yeah, but again... There's just that one guy. I know. Yeah, time. but if you don't hit if you don't hit
0: first, I mean, there's still a ton of guys that you'd be worth having a bad season to get. Okay, this uh, is kind of this, this is unrelated.
1: This is kind of unrelated, but if let's say let's say you're like the number 2 team, right? Like Okay, let's say there's a draft class where there's the number 1. Okay, let's let's go to 2003. There's mm-hmm. LeBron at 1. And then you've got like you've got like the next bracket of guys, you've got like Forget Darko. You've got, like, Wade, Bosch, uh, Mello. Yeah. You've got those three. And those three are, like, still, like, Hall of Fame players and everything like that. But obviously nothing compared to LeBron. Like, like nowhere near. Mm-hmm. If you're a team drafting at two, what type of, val- like, trade value are you willing to give up to get to get to get that number one pick? Like, let's say you have the number two pick. Are you willing to give up, like, 3 firsts just to move up a single spot just to make sure you get Lebron.
0: If I'm the like the, so if, let's, let's say you were I'm the Pistons. Pace your shoes. If I'm the Pacers shoes. Okay, next sure. Year. Sure. You and you have a number 2.
1: Pick.
0: What am I willing to give up?
1: How much ma- what are yeah, how much are you willing to give up to move up uh, a, literally a single spot?
0: Uh I only have two untouchable assets on that team, Benedict and Tyrese. Benedict is point, untouchable. I, I wouldn't I wouldn't trade Benedict at that point. I would has a crappy rookie season? first. What if he has a bad well, rookie? Assuming he's good. Okay. Which he should be good. Um, I think and plus he's definitely a building block for that team, so I wouldn't I would, I would so try to avoid gonna... trading him. But I would yes, I would trade a few unprotected picks. If I if I can get Webanyama, especially if that's a position that they need to fill.
1: So you would you would let would... Benedict Matherin stop you from getting Victor Webanyama.
0: Well, I wouldn't give up Benedict and more picks. You wouldn't. You just... would
1: just want Benedict and two. That's the most you would do if it, Benedict was included. Maybe See, me one, personally, maybe. me personally, if I'm the Rockets and I'm in the same spot, I'm giving like everything is on the table.
0: Even Jabari.
1: I do not care about Jabari. And Jalen. Jalen is the first name on the table. You really? want Jalen? You could. Yeah. Like I feel like when there's such a big gap between, okay, in basketball, like what I've noticed compared to other sports, trading up in the draft is not as hard. Like when you compare it to like especially the NFL and football, trading up in the draft is a lot harder. Like it takes up a- takes a lot more assets. But then when you've just got like this one guy that just everyone knows, like Anthony Davis. When Anthony Davis was coming into the draft, everyone knew that like there w- the bust potential here was zero. Like, he, he was just going to be really good. Like, there was no other way around it. And I feel like when you're in that spot, and when you can, like, secure generational talent, like, you give up everything possible for him, especially when there's no other prospect like that on the
0: table. Yeah. Yeah, I, I would. Like, obviously, Yama is going to be him, right? Mm-hmm. And... It's just scary as a team that or as bad as the Pacers are probably going to be, giving up three firsts and if Webinyama gets hurt or something, and you're still going to be a bottom-feeding team for a while, even if you draft him. Well, maybe you could be like close to playing, maybe. I don't know.
1: And even, but and then it's good you mentioned the injuries thing, because Webinyama is 7-3.
0: That's why I'm saying I don't know if and I there's, could, no, there's more than He's Definitely, probably around seven five. Probably. And but how and that, like there's been no one over give like up. seven one. It's scary to give up like three three unper second first just to move up one spot, especially when you're that tall and that skinny. Sure, he's gonna be great, but it's a little scary. That's like funny. if you're a big, strong forward like LeBron James.
1: But look at Yao. Yao is like built. Like Yao, Yao isn't skinny.
0: Yeah, but he was like 7s like, like seven, you're seven six, tall. Seven. <laughs> like you tall. the taller you are, the higher your injury risk is most of the time.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, um, like past like six eight.
1: I think I think like the I think six, the ten. number was like after seven one or seven two. There's been only like a handful of players who have had all-time like level careers that haven't been ruined by injuries yeah so that's like and victor is like giant
0: so more past 7-1 or including 7-1
1: i think past 7-1 i think 7-1 was the cutoff i think shaq was 7-1 i think
0: the
1: i think the only guy how tall was hakeem i think he was seven but i know kareem is 7-2 and i think that was the only one Mm -hmm. that still had like that like generational type career yeah, at that height, that wasn't killed off by injuries. Like even Shaq, Shaq, if he's seven yeah. one, he, he had, had to retire he had toe,
0: early. He had the toe thing because, yeah, he couldn't play it out as long as he could. So, uh, and that was even in Miami, he started uh, feeling that injury. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: so that's the fear with Victor. But
0: yeah, well, the, the Utah Jazz are in a good spot to compete to get that pick. The Spurs are getting um, it.
1: You heard it. I'm telling you right now, the Spurs are getting the number one pick.
0: Ah, uh, manifesting the Pacers this year. V- Victor
1: so. Wembanyama will be a spur, cause it's it's written in the stars. It's written in the stars. The Pacers have something at right now, at least. At least they've got Tyrese and Benicks and whoever uh, they, they need, drafted. Like, they need Victor. okay, they but they need don't need Victor. to be that good. The fans don't expect anything. If you if the Spurs don't like aren't like a playoff team, no one is showing up to those games.
0: If the Pacers, um, like no get, no uh... one's gonna be there.
1: Victor is not gonna be yeah. a pacer. I mean yeah, I can yeah. I can tell you that right now. They're gonna give it to Pop as like a parting gift. Like Victor Wamanyama will absolutely be a spur. Really? I, I like look, we all know the NBA is rigged. Yeah. Let's let's not be naive here. The NBA is rigged. Yeah. It makes too much sense for him to be a Spur. European, they've got those European ties like no other team.
0: Fell in after D-Rob, Tim, he's the next. Uh
1: Uh-huh, uh-huh. They suck right now. He's a Spur. Yeah, we'll see, we'll see,
0: we'll see. He he is a Spur. Or him and Chet can dominate in OKC. Uh, What? No. I would not like that.
1: That would (laughs) be awful.
0: Um... Okay, um... I guess we'll move on. Um, I guess let's talk about the Lakers a little bit here. Uh, so we kind of brushed over that Pat Bev thing. Um, who got traded to LA, uh, and uh, you know brings a whole brings that whole energy to the locker room, all that. that great defensive point guard. We all know about Pat Bev. We don't have to mm-hmm. talk about him, but he's in the like on the Lakers now. Um, which he said he was open to playing for back when he was playing in Minnesota, I believe. And, um, I mean, like, good move, like, I guess, um, the Russ thing, they're already, like, practicing together. They had beef before, uh, they got traded, or Bev came to LA, um, when Russ was on the Rockets. Uh, I know you like that time, but, um... Yeah, uh, apparently now the Lakers are trying to move Russ. uh, There's a bunch of destinations he could go. The Pacers was one of them. Uh, Actually, um, before I forget this, the Pacers did offer um, Miles Turner, Buddy Heald, um, and Daniel Tice for Taylor Horton Tucker, Russ, and 2027 and 2029 first-round picks from L.A., and the Lakers declined because of Daniel Tice's contract. Um yeah, that's that's why. Daniel Tice was the reason that couldn't get uh, those first round picks, which I was I'm a little disappointed with personally. Um that's I don't even really care about Russ dumb. or or THT. I'd I'd really like that those two picks. I don't even know why the Lakers would decline that, because they're getting literally the two guys that they would dream of having right now. That Buddy was and Miles. Really dumb. But he's the guy that they've been trying to get the past two, three years. Miles lets AD play the four comfortably. He's a sh- he can shoot. He didn't shoot too well last year, but he can. He can play defense or at least protect the tin. Not, not like a good paint guy, but he can protect the rim a little bit. Um, now, and... do you want
1: AD playing the f- I, Like I know AD always says like I want to play the four. I'm the four. But if you look back in the Pelicans. When the Pelicans were the best, that was right after Demarcus Cousins got injured and AD went five full time. Yeah. Uh, like, but, AD is a five. I don't care point, what he like, wants.
0: I, I agree with you, too. But I, I want to just try. If I'm the Lakers, like, I'm going to try and keep AD healthy as long as I can, especially going into the postseason. If you get, like, Miles Turner, okay, like, you can get some load. You can take some days off for AD and Miles can probably. Put up, uh, not similar numbers obviously, but probably run similar offense to what, um, AD brings them with. If Le- like LeBron's still playing and Pat Bev's gonna give you a bunch of games, Buddy Healed uh, could play a good, good majority of the season for you, um, and then you'd have a starting lineup of Pat Bev, Buddy Healed, LeBron, AD, and Miles Turner. Now that is a good team, at least a good starting five. Uh, the bench. Um, had, would see Thomas Bryant. Um, that's all I can think of. I think ugly team. Thomas Bryant, it's ugly uh, team. Maybe they'd pick up Kemba Walker in free agency. I don't know. Uh, you could. Who else is in free agency right now? That, like is like no serviceable. Blake Griffin, um, not a serviceable yeah, player. The Lakers. The Lakers don't really have anything on the bench, but um, oh, Austin Reeves, I guess. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but uh, I mean, I'm the Lakers. I'm taking that trade. to Find the Pacers. That was a great offer. I, I'm happy they at least tried. Daniel Tice. Uh, can't believe that was the reason why they didn't go through the trade. Because Daniel Tice There's can give you some good minutes Tice on the Lakers. Is not a He's bad player. Good player. You little... can give you some playoff minutes too. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I I can't really see him playing a minute for the Pacers. But um, no. The Pacers have acknowledged that he's on the team. Like They posted like him in their jersey and stuff. But Who do
1: you think will have a bigger impact on the Indiana Pacers' franchise history? Daniel Tice or Tristan Thompson?
0: Oh, Tristan's the GOAT.
1: Tristan's the GOAT? Yeah, yeah he Tristan's had a goodbye post Pacers
0: to go. Indiana. Didn't even give a goodbye to the Kings or the Celtics. He just gave a goodbye after three, ga- four games in Indiana. That's my boy. The greatest love ever. T- love Tristan Thompson. I don't know if you saw his workout video. Of him <laughs> the other day, he's in that scrimmage and he's like looking like prime uh, prime LeBron out there, dunking and shooting three balls from deep. It was so funny uh, with his like janky jump shot. Um, Actually, but sp- yeah,
1: here, speaking of Tristan Thompson, speaking of Tristan Thompson, uh-huh. so I don't know if you saw this clip. I can't remember who said it. It might have been Tracy McGrady. I- I'm not 100 percent sure. I could be wrong, but someone put out and like someone said on the show. I th- I'm pretty sure it was Tracy. They were like. What do these guys do in their off-season workouts? It was about Rudy Gobert. They were t- That's who they were talking about.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: What do... Like, what does... it? Okay, I think people are really naive when it comes to Rudy Gobert. But with mm-hmm. Tristan Thompson, what does he do? Does he just, like, run up and down the court? Like, make sure his stamina's good?
0: Yeah, probably.
1: Like, like, and I don't even say that as a diss... Like what act, Like in all seriousness, what does he get up to in an off-season workout? I probably mean, working
0: on touches, touches around the rim because that guy. Uh, that's it, right? Like the greatest
1: touch and like dunks. Yeah. That's yeah, got to get boring, have right? The touch like post hooks and. It's like playing like a post, like a post-up big on two well, K. Yeah, like it's got to like be boring. Tristan right? Thompson
0: obviously isn't at the elite level of. Uh, rebounding and def- defense and oh, he's a maybe, really good like, offensive rebounder. I, I I know he is, but like at Rudy Gobert, level, like I know he's good, but like Rudy Gobert's already perfected his interior presence and same with his defense. But if you're Rudy Gobert. Like, shouldn't you be, like, trying to bring in, like, a mid-range jumper or some sort of bag in the next season? <laughs> I don't know. I he hasn't right. done any. He hasn't really changed anything offensively over the past. I feel like
1: people, own, know, like, undervalue since, like, how hard that is to get. Like, it, it, I, I, like, like, people say you can just develop a three in an off season. Not really. Like it's not actually that simple. No, well, you can't.
0: But you can start. Like he literally has no bag offensively at yeah, all. Yeah, but
1: when did he ever get like an opportunity to do anything?
0: Now it's the off season. When?
1: No, like I mean, like on the court, he like, didn't. He knows he he's not getting an opportunity. Even in even in Minnesota, he knows he's never gonna get like a play run for him. So what what is the point for him? Like there is no point, point.
0: and then get the plays to be ran. For but him. what?
1: Like, look, no NBA team. I don't care what type of bag Rudy Gobert develops. There's <laughs> never a team that's going to be good that's running plays for him, right? Like, let's be let's be honest. Like, I'm a huge Rudy fan, but he, offensively, he's got limitations that you that it's too late to fix. Like, offensively, you've just about got what you've got. But
0: yeah, so, like, so what do you expect them to do then in the off season?
1: I think he works on timings a lot, especially like defensively. And I think a lot yeah. of his stuff is like I think a lot of his stuff is especially offensively is just upkeep. But defensively, I think he like I'm guessing he is is a big film guy. That's my guess. But really, I'm, I'm watching often, watching like, Zares,
0: watching or... errors?
1: No, no, watching other teams play offense and oh. like seeing like yeah. gaps that he could fill and things like that. Okay.
0: Um, he's also probably spending a lot of this off literally just trying to figure out how the wolves play.
1: Yeah. Oh well. Yeah. Hundred percent. And like moving across the country.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, but yeah. No. At like like what does Tristan Thompson get up to? Like how do you practice rebounding? Like that's a genuine yeah, question. I know,
0: I know you've seen. I know you've seen Mitchell Robinson's workout. I don't care. I like, don't care. Like the goat. Have I, I do seen not care guy? about have those. You seen his, have you seen his uh, off-season workouts Have every you seen summer? Drummond's?
1: Remember Drummond's in the high school
0: gym every yeah. single summer? Yeah. Sam, Mitchell Robinson looks like KD out there yeah. was, in every summer. Yeah. Ben, yeah si- you, everyone's seen the Ben Simmons workout videos. Of course <laughs> <was>. But like... <laughs> it was iconic.
1: But like, I, I don't care. Like, okay. I remember I was scrolling through the comments video of this one off-season workout, this comment section, and they're always just like, take the f- uh, off-season workout shooting percentage and... Cut it in half, and that's like real game shooting. So I think it was a CJ McCollum workout. Actually, and he shot like eighty-eight percent in corner threes or something like that. And the like the trainer in the comments was like, "Yeah, so we just take whatever percentage he shoots and cut it in half, and that's like our guess for what his actual in-game. Yeah, that's that's. I think pretty that's pretty reasonable. fair. I think that's pretty reasonable. Yeah. Um like wide open standstill corner threes, like CJ McCollum shooting 45%. That's, that doesn't sound super unreasonable to me. Um,
0: yeah. Um, if you're ready to move on to a new topic, uh, um, we've got a lot of stuff to talk about with the Mavs. Um, a a good amount, I guess, um, or involving the Mavs. Uh, so Maxi Kleba was extended, uh, three years, 33 million. Uh, Good guy to have on the team. He's proven he can play in the playoffs. He can play alongside Luka, uh, stretch the floor. Um, not much else to say about that. I um, think it's a really good contract. It's a good move for them. It's good value too. Yep. Um, yeah, I, I, I like that. Good piece for them. has proven to be. Um, we also have uh, Luka Doncic is in a legal battle with his mother over so the weird. uh what was it? Is it the trademark for the name luka Doncic 7
1: yeah it's so weird.
0: why like I, I don't understand first of all like that.
1: for his mom like i don't know the the like intricacies of this whole thing i have no idea honestly i can i can't be bothered but like it's your son why are you spending like trying to profit off of him like that like let's be real if assuming that Luca's mom was like a solid mom he probably would have given back to her anyways if he hasn't already like just definitely l- has like let he him j- just let him have the trademark like just let him have yeah, it
0: it doesn't make any sense
1: like i, d- I don't un- understand exactly what they're doing but uh yeah it's, it's, it's it, it seems very very stupid to me honestly um yeah i i I am I'm, I'm guessing yeah, guess it'll just go clothing, quiet, clothing
0: that he's, he's or like slinging. shoes stuff like that. Like I'm yeah. I'm guessing it'll just go know, quiet. Why, why is it seven though? That's what I'm confused. That's a good question. Does he wear seventy seven? Does he what? Does
1: who wears seven on the Mavs, or is it retired for the Mavs? Maybe he like wants to go to no, seven. I think he or just. Something.
0: I think he just. No, I don't know. Maybe he's. I think he's just sticking with seventy seven. I just don't know why. It's a. Problem, why can't he just be Luka Doncic 77?
1: Maybe it's like some maybe he's trying to copyright Luka Doncic 77, but for some reason, like the fact that Luka Doncic 7 is copyrighted interferes with that, so you can't,
0: okay? Yeah, 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 I can see that, but honestly, like um, I
1: have no idea how the legal stuff works. I, I just it's uh, so
0: weird, like your own mom, it's your own,
1: that? like it's like remember when like XXX like 10 died and his mom like yeah. started like profiting like crazy off his death like yeah. she like she was releasing merch like his whole like grave and all that all that stuff that she was doing it's like the same idea like it's your kid why are you trying to make money off of him like that i, I don't know i think it's kind of weird and it's
0: not like lucas not going to give it like no you think lucas going to let his mother live in poor quality of life when he's making no. like a max no, contract god no, god, like, no. She... generational wealth for the oh, rest of it... his family's bloodline yeah no um, no chance yeah
1: his mom so. is definitely set. Like I, I, don't, I don't doubt that in the slightest. So I, I don't really know what's up there, but yeah, it's, it's a really weird scenario, honestly.
0: Yeah, it's, uh, it doesn't make too much sense. Um, but we still have another Mavs um, news piece. Uh, and it's not directly affiliated with the Mavs, but uh, there has been um, an agreement with the. NBA Players Association, I believe, and the NBA with a um in-season mid-season tournament in 2023-2024. Mark, I'm gonna let you talk all about that because I don't fully understand it. Um.
1: Um. So. Yeah. Most of us have heard about like the in-season tournament. Like you've heard of the in-season tournament. Yeah. Like the possibility of it. Ha- well, that fact that's probably gonna happen, not this year, but the next year. Um. And then, like, apparently, a while ago, Mark Cuban was pretty much just like, yeah, we're kind of just going to treat it as, like, a joke. Like, we're not going to send our players to and all that. Maybe it'll be, like, a G League showcase. Which, honestly, I think it could turn into. I feel like like at first, it'll be, like... Because the first one, I feel like everyone's going to want to win it. Because it's the first one and everything. Like, that makes sense for people to want to win. Like, they want to be the first team to have won it. But then, I feel like it's just going to turn into... I I don't know I feel like just no one's gonna care cause it's just and then they'll scrub it, like scrub it off like but anyways apparently Mark Cuban uh, at one point was just like not against it didn't really care for it and everything but now I guess his mind has changed he he w- is in support of it likes the idea and all that would want to win it I hope they don't oh, this is unrelated but this is kind of random but I ho- really hope they don't do banners for it. Banners. Like oh, championship yeah, that'd banners. Be dumb. That'd, that'd be dumb. V- like if you start seeing like in season tournament banners. You know who's gonna put one up for sure? If they the win Pacers. it, the Pacers. If they win it, there's a banner, hundred percent. Every team that hasn't won a championship that wins it, they will put up a banner. I I do not doubt it for a second. Um,
0: yeah, that's funny. Um, so I I've heard like the thing with like they battle for the first overall pick. Have you seen that?
1: Yeah, doesn't the winner get like?
0: I hate that. Yeah, that's so stupid.
1: Because you know the first overall thinking there's much... gonna
0: be for that. It's supposed to be the luck of the draw, and a team. Let's use the Thunder right now. They lost Chet, right? Mm-hmm. They're gonna be buns.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: We we we. Me and you both agreed we wanted them compete, right? We wanted them to yeah. compete. They have all the, They have so many young guys. But now it changes. And, now that Chet's but are, now it changes. It changes. It changes. Now that Chet's, Chet's gone. That yep. was their guy. Yeah. And now they have Shea and basically the exact Giddy, the same roster they had last year. Yeah. Um, and. If there was a battle for the first overall pick, let's say this tournament started now this season, uh, Chet's still injured, and you're battling the winner of this like tournament of bad teams gets the first overall pick midway through the season. I don't I don't, I don't know. Okay. Um, and let's say the uh, the Spurs are in the finals somehow. They get to the finals, and they're playing the Thunder. Like they're both in the same conference, but Whatever. let's say conference isn't relevant at this point. Yeah. Uh, and the Thunder have been resting, uh, not letting Shea play out all of the season like it's kind of been the past couple seasons where they're bad and they just kind of keep Shea around. And then it's the final game for the first overall pick and then they're like, hey, Shea, go out there, dominate, get us the win, get us first overall pick, right? And Shea is miles better than any other player on the court. And I don't care if you're going to say like, oh, the team chemistry hasn't played a lot with the Thunder he has and you and you uh, you bring him onto the court I don't care if the Spurs could catch fire have a crazy game the team with the best player by far and this is a marginally the best player will likely win this game and that is so rigged it doesn't make any sense I I hope there's nothing involved with like getting draft equity from this tournament um, just, get, I don't a little, know just get a little how they could incentivize it just like Uh, i don't don't know how they can incentivize it like money like maybe straight cash like winning is it cash to every player or or just like a money to sign a player oh Uh, no no you can't mess with that you cannot mess with that like increase their salary, but that wouldn't make any sense probably just like individual player incentives every player gets a million or something i don't know a
1: million is a lot I, i feel like but yeah it would definitely be incentive like that type of incentive because they can't mess yeah. with any, like, actual stuff, right? Like, uh,
0: the, like it would be unfair if it's pick related.
1: Oh, yeah, no, no, no chance. Um, yeah, I don't, I still don't like the end-season tournament. I, I just think it's dumb. I don't even know why it exists. Like, it's it's a money grab, let's be real here, which is fine. Like, I understand NBA wants to make money, but I don't, I doubt, like, any players want it. Um, I feel like it'll just be cool at first, like just the first time, cause it's new. And then like year two, like what
0: do you come out with on top? Like when you win, I just, I don't understand what the point of it, like it's not an NBA championship. No. So what is it? Maybe. No, and that's the only thing that you may... play for is to win championships.
1: Maybe hear me out. Maybe let's say they reach, let's say they get rid of conferences in the playoffs. Okay. They get rid of conferences, and now now the teams are playing in the tournament, they're playing for home court. So, like, yeah. you're, just, you're just playing for home court advantage. Um, that's the only thing I can really see that would make any sort of sense. But even that, like, wouldn't it just be 1-16 to
0: again? Yeah, I I don't I don't like it. Or but, like does
1: the winner get to pick their first round opponent or something like that? But that yeah, that beca- so... that's way too complicated.
0: I just don't see what the outcome of it is.
1: I don't think there's No, one's, no one's
0: ever going to value whatever the winnings in uh, the in-season tournaments are compared to the championship.
1: Oh, no, no, it's not it's not meant as a championship replacement though. That's not what it's for. It's just an additional thing. Like, the Jazz probably would have love, loved this three years ago.
0: Yeah, I just don't understand, like, a lot of teams, if there's no incentive. Apparently these games count as regular season games, though. So, like, towards your record? Yeah, but, oh, but the winning, the team and the very, the two teams in the very end play an extra two games or something. Or an extra one game, or an extra two games total, because it's, like, they'll be having 83 games.
1: So what is the benefit for them?
0: I don't know. I think it just makes it more competitive in the middle of the season, so it doesn't get as dried out. That's what for the fans and money standpoint, but for the team, the incentive, I don't know what that is.
1: I think this is just a really bad idea. I do too. <laughs> I think this is honestly just straight up just like a very, very bad idea. I don't understand it um, for anyone really. And I really don't yeah. think it's going to be as profitable as the NBA thinks once they realize that no one cares about it. Mm-hmm.
0: Um. I hope it's not an All-Star Weekend replacement. That's all I
1: hope. Oh, no chance. No way. No way. Yeah.
0: Because All-Star Weekend is kind of midseason.
1: There's no way they are All-Star Weekend is way too big. Players care about that way too much. They're not getting rid of that. No chance.
0: Okay, so now we have some miscellaneous news if you'd like to move on. Mm-hmm. Um uh, mantras harrell uh signs with the sixers for a two year i think it's like five million yeah um which is a good good contract for the sixers i know harden took the pay cut i don't know if that's what he was imagining he took the pay cut pretty late into the into the free agency so they really didn't have anyone to sign i still don't know what the idea with that was but um they signed trez to be their backup big man uh, I guess that's maybe an improvement over Paul Reed. Um, I know a lot of Sixers fans like Paul Reed, but I don't really see him as a five for them. Uh, Montrez isn't really Trez though. isn't really a five either, but um, I I I guess it's good. I guess you got probably one of the better guys on the market right now. Um, and if I'm the Sixers, like I'm really gonna be looking into these Jazz players that they. Uh, are selling right now, like especially Bogdanovich. I don't know what the con- like what a trade would look like with contracts, but I can imagine maybe they could get something done with the extra salary they can like take on with that pay cut. Maybe. Um, but like, do you like this, this signing? Like, if when all said's done, when all said and done, no. Do you like the signing? No. Don't rock with Montrez.
1: I I don't like Montrez. I don't think he's good. Even in like on the Clippers or even the Rockets, especially the Clippers when he's putting up the big numbers, I did not think he was good.
0: He started off this last season really good on the Wizards though, remember? I don't care. I don't care. Yeah, I he's remember people that guy. have him in like the All Star reserves too.
1: It was well the Wizards just as a whole started like good, crazy, yeah, and then things settled things went back things, to normal things got realistic yeah, yeah. like like it, it, things actually like montrez is like a
0: 20 and 10 guy for so long
1: yeah montrez is nowhere near <laughs> that good um but he's an okay player
0: i guess like if you're gonna spend money i guess it's not bad especially for that cheap
1: i don't know i like i would rather play paul reed to be totally honest but mm-hmm. yeah like, i guess yeah. if it's a two-year 5.2 million then uh, you can just kind of like if he doesn't play it's not that much more than a minimum deal so it really doesn't matter too much Um, but yeah I think I think well there's some more interesting stuff that happened like the Hall of Fame induction
0: and then uh, yeah yeah we have that the one thing left is the Gallinari thing so right uh, that's actually a big loss
1: that is a big loss
0: Um, that's uh, yeah Torres ACL playing for Italy um that's why these it, the that's qualifiers why N- so yeah um, that's why nba teams
1: hate in the international yeah. stuff like that's wh- yeah. like you saw in i don't know if you know but in hockey in the nhl so, like sometimes they don't even let the players go play internationally because at the end of the day the nhl teams are their boss like they're employing them they pay their contract so sometimes they're just like no you're not going and i feel like i feel like if stuff like like i feel like it takes something like this happening to a star like yeah. let's say some superstar playing in europe is just like like destroys their knee or tears their Achilles yeah. Yeah. then i feel like you'll start having the conversation of owners being like well now we have to, we still have to pay him the same contract
0: like they all limit they limit the the minutes like luca only plays like 20 minutes in his yeah stuff. but 20 but like, minutes if I'm is Mark plenty Cuban of time in to them, to get like I do not want Luka playing I don't outside want Luka, of the
1: Mavs. I don't. I don't want
0: him on the court, especially no, with no. his injury history. I don't want him playing.
1: And like, let's say he gets hurt, Mark Cuban still pays his contract. Yes. Like, it's not like he gets hurt and then, what? Slovenia? No.
0: Contract, Slovenia. contract voids. S- it's not Slovenia not about like
1: up. someone. Not no one else pays it. It's still Mark Cuban yeah. paying it, so that's. Kind of, it's
0: also like, just a year less of having Luca. Yeah, and it's but and it's, that's your guy.
1: Yeah, and it's pretty unfair to him as the owner, right? Like he still has to pay Luca what like forty plus million dollars. So. Like
0: you built this crazy, you built this team super young, promising, and you lose your best like guy. hmm
1: So. And uh,
0: something you can't control.
1: Yeah, I like. I don't know. I wouldn't be too surprised if something like that happened. So yeah, but... the
0: Celtics made this move, and it was a very underrated one that we talked about, and now they just lost it. Before they even got to see him play
1: Yeah And he is very very good so
0: Yeah And I, I don't I, Maybe this is the end of Gallinari. Uh, no way Really?
1: No chance No chance We shall see we shall He's not see. that old
0: He's pretty old He's like 32 Oh really? At least I think He's like 34 or 35
1: No way He's not that old Gallinari? At... yeah i am yeah. galinari if google will load oh he is 34
0: 34 yeah i told you
1: Ah, uh, i did not know that so he won't be
0: back till he's like 35
1: 36 I'll, i think we'll see him again he's way too good
0: we'll I see he's under contract for two years
1: is he then you'll definitely see him again no question about it maybe if the celtics make a deep playoff run we'll see him
0: yeah which at that point all season without him. yeah they won't bring him back no chance um, um, so yeah now we can talk about this Hall of Fame thing
1: got a bunch of guys coming in um, we already knew the class before but just like the big bigger guys were probably it's officially
0: official now yeah Manu um,
1: Tim Hardaway Lou Hudson um, George Carl Larry
0: Costello
1: Hugh Evans ref No one cares about that, to be honest, but (laughs) I guess it's good for him. Um, Manu, obviously, first bout, going to be in there. Tim Hardaway, going to be in there. George Carl, I think second winningest coach in NBA history. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. Played like just under, coached just under 2,000 games, so.
0: Tim Hardaway, if you don't know the story why he's so late to being inducted to the Hall of Fame, Go look it up because it's not something we could really talk about too much on this podcast. No, it is not. uh, But yeah, it involves what he said on a radio show. That's why I'm not going to say what he said, but um, go look it up. Go look up Tim Hardaway radio show uh, scandal. Uh, But yeah, I guess uh, he's kind of been forgiven or it's been so long that you know he's um, in it now.
1: Well, it wasn't that.
0: Long. As a player, as a player himself, off, just on the court, yeah, he's probably deserving. 100 percent of being in the half. Um, mm. Mono, no, don't need an explanation there. Um, Larry Costello, I believe, was a six-time All-Star, one-time All-NBA, played for the Lakers in like the '60s, '50s.
1: I think he is dead now. He just got inducted posthumously. Um, oh, I think. I might be wrong here. I'm pretty sure the same is for Lou Hudson, but again, not totally sure. Lou shy. Hudson was
0: uh, a little bit better than Costello. I believe he made a... I think uh, he was, uh, wasn't, wasn't Maurice Cheeks also inducted this year?
1: Last year, I think. You sure? Mo Cheeks, I think, is last year. Or did he die last year?
0: I don't think he's dead.
1: I think Mo Cheeks is dead. I am pretty sure he passed away.
0: Let's see.
1: No, he's not. He's not dead. Sorry, yeah, Murray's Cheeks. Alive. Sorry. Um, yeah,
0: Murray's Cheeks is... You know, he's in the uh, Hall of Fame. Yeah, he, he got a... Dude, he's the same age as my dad. <laughs> so? Like,
1: they are like 20-year-olds that not... die. What? <laughs> that doesn't mean anything.
0: <laughs> yeah, he's not that old, though. That he's, doesn't mean uh, anything. 66. Wait, who's, so who's the 76ers get, guy that
1: died then?
0: Um, Moses Malone? No
1: oh he Mo cheeks was inducted in 2018.
0: Oh so why did I huh that's weird.
1: No no he um, uh, he was years ago um, Yeah uh, but definitely the standouts of this class are Manu Tim Hardaway and George Carl. Um, you've got an international guy that on Radivoj Korak. Got inducted only for internet, only played internationally. Um, Nice. We need an NBA Hall of Fame. Yeah. Not a basketball Hall of Fame. We need an NBA Hall of Fame. There are way too many, like, not good players in there.
0: So I have a question for you now, Mm -hmm. totally off topic, while we have our remaining uh, 10 ish minutes here. So there's some free agents on the board still. Okay. Uh, Right now we got Carmelo. DeMarcus Cousins. Um, Who else do we have? Blake Griffin. Um, So
1: you are yet to name a good player.
0: Oh, okay. Okay, I don't know about that. I think I've named a couple at least. Uh, Kemba Walker. Still Um, yet to name one. Trevor Ariza. He was actually actually horrible last year. Oh, LaMarcus Aldridge. So... Um, Where do you think any of these guys will land?
1: I think a surprising amount of them will not be in the NBA next year. So season.
0: Carmelo Anthony, I think he's going to be on a roster next year. Should be, probably. Uh, with the Celtics just losing Danilo, could you no. see that being a landing spot? No. no. Absolutely okay. could not. The, could you see the Nuggets being a landing spot?
1: Yes. Do I think they should do it? No. But I think okay. it could happen.
0: Yeah. Uh, LaMarcus Aldridge? No. Averaged 12 and a half, or 13 points and five and a half rebounds. Didn't he also uh, retire midseason? Yeah, but no, that was at the end of the season before that he came back.
1: Yeah, I think he's, I think he's done.
0: He uh, he was shooting fifty five percent from the field last season. Good for him. I still think he's done. Um, I think he's done. I think he's done. I, he he's per- on. He's, uh, year eighteen, I believe, or seventeen. I think
1: he should have just retired because now it kind of looks bad. It's like no one wanted you.
0: Seen a ring chase, maybe? Sixers.
1: No, no. They just signed. Maybe if they didn't sign Trez, then they would have gone after it. But now, no need. Um, who else is there? Uh,
0: we have, um...
1: Trevor Rees is done. Dennis Schroeder. Oh, Dennis Schroeder's getting signed. He's getting signed. Where do you think he's going, though? Any good team.
0: What team's looking for another ball handler?
1: Oh, I'd like him on the Mavs. Uh, That actually makes a lot of sense. They just lost, um... What's-his-face? Brunson. Different players, but... I can, can see it.
0: Somewhat fill a little bit of a void. Yeah. Better than Frank and Malkina, I'd say. Uh, Some um, may argue. Spencer Dinwiddie is obviously, but he's more of a two guard. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I'd like to have another guard there with him. Um, yeah, Dennis Schroeder. I think he'll be on the team, maybe. I'm very confident Dennis Schroeder Man, will be. team. Dennis amazing. Schroeder's probably regretting that 81 million thing so badly right now.
1: Well, he said that that was never actually offered to him. Oh, really? Yeah, that's what he. That's what Dennis said. Hmm. He said he never actually got that offer. Huh. So, um, Blake Griffin. No.
0: No Blake. eh? Hey? No, no Blake. Clippers reunion. for Blake? Blake
1: Blake is done. Blake is awful. Damn. Yeah, Blake that's Blake is so like a sad. bottom level NBA player. Blake is terrible. He's he's out of the okay.
0: And obviously, we are not including. Um, Charlotte Hornets uh, forward.
1: Well, Miles, uh, he should never be playing in the NBA again. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, no, we don't um, have to include
0: him. Who else do we have? We have. Um, that's about it. Oh, Eric Bledsoe.
1: Oh, he'll be on a team.
0: You think? Yeah. We're gonna see Eric Bledsoe going.
1: I thought the Clippers would have been cool again, but then they signed John Wall. Um, I can see the Mavs happening, but...
0: Hassan Whiteside.
1: No, God, no. Hassan Whiteside is terrible. Hassan Whiteside is an awful mm, player. Maybe
0: that would have been like a decent player to put on the Sixers instead of Trez.
1: No. Hassan is so bad.
0: Hass- what do you think Hassan Whiteside's career earnings are?
1: Near a hundred million.
0: Yeah, hundred and five million.
1: Yeah, well, because he had that huge contract in Miami, and then um, he stopped playing basketball.
0: Yeah, another one,
1: Jordan Norah. Who? Jordan Norah. Oh, the from the Bucks? Bucks. Yeah. No.
0: Well, really? okay.
1: A bunch of these guys that I'm saying no I'd to. I'd like them on the Lakers. Wow, the bar is low. Um, okay. <laughs> a, a bunch of these guys that I'm low. saying no to, like. People people get injured all the time. Then they'll get signed. Like that's just just the way that that's just the way it goes every single year. But yeah, if ever, like in a in a world where everyone's healthy, these are not NBA caliber players.
0: No chance. DJ Augustine, former Pacer, former Rocket. No. No DJ. No DJ. G- you know you don't you don't rock with his Magic days, maybe.
1: I do not rock with his Magic days.
0: Um, did Marquise Morris just get signed?
1: Yeah, uh, where to? Shoot, where was it? I
0: can't remember. Can't even remember. Me neither. Yeah, uh, Demarcus Cousins.
1: He'll get signed once a big inevitably gets hurt.
0: Yeah, I I think he should just be signed before this season. I think he's still gonna give you good minutes. Um, Isaiah Thomas. No. Yeah, I think he's done. He should have been done a couple um, years ago. But yeah, he's Frank Jackson from Detroit.
1: Such a bad player.
0: You don't rock with Frank? I do not want rock I remember with Frank. he absolutely torched the Pacers last season, one game. Um, probably the only Rondo. time he's
1: Rondo is probably should just be a coach at this point.
0: Yeah, just I think he's a, done too.
1: Just be a PD guy and make your money that way. Or Wayne just, Ellington. Wayne Ellington is so bad.
0: Ha! Huh, you know he's still a free agent? Jeremy Lamb. Shocker. I didn't think he was a free agent, but... Lakers. I'm, I remember how you felt when you. Jeremy
1: Lamb first signed. I hate Jeremy Lamb. I remember Lamb, how you felt when he first signed. Yeah, and then that. he got injured.
0: He was he was fine. No, he wasn't. But then, but then Raptors happened. Um, he was not fine. He was still terrible. Blake Griffin, you already said, didn't rock with him. Do not rock with him. Iguadala.
1: He'll get signed probably by the Warriors again later in the season.
0: Yeah. Ben McLemore. Actually... Ben, ben McLaurin could yeah. be on the team. Ben
1: definitely be on the team. Yeah, Ben McLaurin's yep. not
0: I like good like Oh, our buddy Tristan Thompson.
1: He'll get signed when a big inevitably gets hurt. He'll get signed. He'll probably... Get, I, my guess is he'll get signed before DeMarcus Cousins does.
0: Oh, really? Yeah. Lou Williams.
1: I thought he retired.
0: Yeah. I I don't think so. Oh. Yeah, maybe. I, I don't, think know. He's I don't know where this article's from. Um... Avery Bradley, probably done. No. I think maybe he gets picked up by a contender. Again, sometime.
1: when someone gets hurt, and that's really the only way.
0: Um, Jarrett Culver.
1: Jarrett Culver's in free agency? Yeah. I think people threw in the towel way too early on Jarrett Culver. I like Jarrett Culver a lot. I think he's really good. It upsets right. me greatly what's happened with his NBA career, but alas... What can you do?
0: Alas, Chris Dunn. Next. Really, Rock with Chris Dunn. Chris Dunn. Dwight is Howard.
1: A... No, God, no. Dwight Howard is. No so... Dwight. No. But Chris Dunn is one of the. Oh worst my God!
0: Players. This one bugs me so much. Bring back Lance Stevenson. It is ridiculous. They haven't signed him at this point. Bring him back, man. He's got nothing to... team's a suck, he was actually pretty nice last season. He was pretty good last season. I don't even care what you say. He was a bucket last year. Pacers. If this is a crime if they don't bring him back. Anyways, um, Paul Millsap.
1: Paul Millsap's actually a pretty good player, but he's probably he's probably done too. He's what like 36, 37. Yeah, he's done.
0: Um, still looking. Oh, Faku is a free agent. Really? Yeah.
1: That's I, I thought he would have just stayed in. Uh, he could still stay. In. In uh, what's it called, Denver? Yeah, Denver. he's he's. Yeah. Actually, hmm. I d- I don't actually know if Faku's good enough. There's not a lot of teams that would. Yeah, look like for Faku him. isn't actually that good. He's just kind of fun to watch, but he's not like yeah. actually a very good player.
0: Okay, now I'm in like the forty-fourth best player right now. Like I'm getting pretty deep in here. Yeah, like there's I think all these like I think we're done out of NBA here. players. Yeah, I think that's uh. Yeah, there's there's uh no more guys left. Uh, mm-hmm. I think that this uh off season has come to wraps at this point.
1: I just want basketball back, man.
0: We're getting close. We're getting close. Getting close. Need it back. Keeper Sykes needs to sign something no. for you. I was playing my league, uh the new in the new two K. Um actually just my career in the new two K. And Kiefer Sykes signed to the Wizards. How many games did the Wizards
1: I don't know. Probably not more than 10.
0: At um, oh, the very start of the season. Yeah, probably didn't win more than 10 um, games. Anyways, I think we can call it quits here for this week's episode uh, and our little 10-minute ramble there at the end. But uh, hope you guys, everyone listening, enjoyed um, listening this week. We'll catch you next week, hopefully. Um, And yeah, have a great rest of your morning, evening, afternoon, or night. And yeah, catch you on the flip side.